Welcome to another episode in the Balance Podcast. My name is Tyler Valencia. I'm the president of KIPP's Time to Train Fitness and your Balance Ambassador. Got an episode here that I consider probably one of the most important topics for new, or it could potentially be for veteran instructors out there in the field, no matter if you are a wellness coach, yoga instructor, strength coach, personal trainer, group fitness instructor, Knowing the difference between contractor and employee is one of the topics that I feel like is never discussed in education, entry-level education, but can play a large factor on your trajectory, on where you're going in the field. But before we get to the main meat and potatoes of this episode, I want to talk about Naboso. Naboso is one of those companies that they create a lot of great products for your feet. You might think feet? What do I need to do to improve my foot health? Well, really, I, I think it's a game changer. I personally, I own several things from them. I own toe spacers. I own insoles from them. I even have a standing mat that I utilize in my day-to-day work. If you're someone that is at a computer or you're working constantly on your feet, looking at what's available through Naboso can change your life. Check them out at the link in the description and hopefully buy something and come back and let me know. But getting back to now, talking about contractor versus employee, I already mentioned how I think that it's a piece that is missing in entry-level education. You don't hear it talked about. And a story that I've always shared with this that has always stayed with me throughout my years in the fitness industry is that when I used to own a in-person boot camp company, I created an internship program with a local university. It was the program that I was a part of during my undergrad. And I remember I did internships that weren't that beneficial. So I wanted to create something that hopefully gave instructors, new instructors, experience that sets them up for success. Now, during that, there were times where I expanded and I needed to hire instructors. So I would talk with interns. I would even put out... Uh, Uh, I'd say request for applications. And I remember one time I was speaking with somebody that came recommended somebody that uh, somebody that worked with had recommended, thought they were great. And when I was talking with them that like any business should talk with their prospective client about the pay and what type of contract it is, I'd mentioned that it was a contract, independent contractor agreement. And after they thought about it, they came back and let me know that they weren't ready to go down that route. And Myself, I had already been in the industry for, let me think, at that time, four or five years. So that discussion was not new to me. Training at uh, gyms and being an independent contractor, basically being your own business and also being an employee. So those things were not new to me, but it was something that I was like, that's your reasoning for not accepting this position is that you're not ready to be a contractor, an independent contractor. That's one of the two routes within this industry. And you, you don't know that. You don't know that that's the, your option. You don't know that those are part of things that can um, set you up. And so I always tell that story because it's something that I hope gets out there more and that newer entry-level instructors do not stray from, that the help that they do not think that being a contractor is negative because each of these can be positive and each of these has its negatives. So keep that in mind. Disclaimer here, caveat. 
There are always exceptions. There's always things that can be different depending on your area, situation, uh, how many gyms are in your, your neighborhood. All those types of things play a factor. So there's always caveats to it, this, and there's always circumstances for it. But I will say that there is positives for both, and there's negatives for both. And that's what we're going to talk about in this episode. Now, the big one of being an employee in terms of benefits is access to the gym's membership base. That's, I feel like, the clear one, is that you immediately get access to their membership base, the ability to speak with prospective clients. And don't get me wrong, I'm talking about personal training here, but it could be if you are part of a wellness uh, facility or if you're a part of any type of uh, business that's established, you get access to their membership base. But let me get back to my scenario working inside of a gym here, that that right there is something that new instructors that are trying to do it on own, that they often struggle with and find themselves moving on from this industry from. So if you have access to the gym, you have the ability to be in front of them and hopefully have that opportunity to sell yourself, sell your services to these members and show your knowledge and ability to train people. And so that huge benefit right there. The next one that's typically not as much covered and you quickly realize if you go off on your own, whether you're starting your own business or you're becoming an independent contract contractor, is that you're legally covered, that you are almost 95, 99% of the time, you're part of the gym's insurance. You have that covered and the gym should have all the proper paperwork set in place that protects you. And as long as you are following the guidelines of the gym and things that you learned in your certification, you're fine. Have I heard people say that, oh, it's never a bad idea to get extra insurance and pay for that while you're working for a gym? I've heard it, but I've never understood it because a lot of the legality of uh being sued by someone if you're an instructor has to do with your education. And if you're following procedures and if you're doing all those things, you're covered. You, you shouldn't have to worry about that or and spend that extra $100 per month if that or $100 per year or whatever you are paying per month because they do have those available now in the market. So those two benefits right there are huge. I think they're ones that uh, have monetary. Um, they're associated with monetary value because access to a base hopefully get your feet rolling your client base rolling quicker and not having to spend money so money going out when you are typically new to an industry happens a lot but oh, if you're covered and you don't have to pay for that fee check bonus right there now talking about benefits of a contractor now so I always lump in being an independent contractor with being a small business owner because if you are an independent contractor working inside of a gym, and again, I'm using gyms as an as the example here, but if you are working as a wellness coach or part of any type of health coach as part of a facility, you're going to find some similarities. But I lump in being a small business owner with contracting because you're essentially a, a small business inside of a business. And you quickly see that you're running your own business. You're having to do a lot of the things that a small business does, marketing, getting your own insurance, and attracting your clients through multiple ways. Those are all things that a business has to do. So you're doing those on your own now. The first 
benefit that always pops out to me, and you can't really put a price on this, is the freedom, the creativity freedom, the ability to do it on your own and not have to worry about the stress of a manager or somebody else in the gym or any of those factors that really hamper your ability to grow yourself, grow your individual business. Those things are all gone because you're doing it on your own. The weight is on your shoulder, definitely. And that might be a lot of stress for some, but that freedom is huge and you can't put a price on it. And that's part of why I always, uh, always say, yeah, being a business owner is great. It's fantastic. But you got to, of course, have the the ability to make your own schedule and think of all these items. The next one here that is a big benefit in my, and this is my opinion, of course, but it's the tax write-offs. Come tax season, the ability to write off gas, meals, shoes, clothing, things that you use in your daily work life is huge. Typically, if you work for a, a gym, you're just getting your um, I think it's a W-2. I, it's been a while since I've gotten one of those. Please feel free to correct me in the comments if uh, I was off on that one. But you get your your tax form from the gym and you go on to TurboTax and you fill it out and boom, you're done. But with write-offs and if you're a contractor, you're filling out different forms. Maybe I'm hoping you're doing it online, saving money. But you can write things off that get your money back, can potentially get you a lot of money back because all the things I mentioned, food, clothing, marketing expenses, those all go go towards a business. And so writing those things off can help potentially get you some money back and help you build that business, investing that money back into your business. And now the last one that I always consider benefit, and it's kind of something that I mentioned already, but creating your own name. If you are a quality instructor or coach, anything in that area, I would say that trying it on your own should at least be part of your plan at least once. And I've known many instructors throughout my time in the industry that have gone off on their own and come back to a gym because they don't want the stress of it, those types of things. But if you are in the grind, if you are willing to put it out there, put yourself out there, creating something for your own, for yourself, it's huge. It's a huge benefit. And once you get that experience and you have, you've, built your base and you feel like you can do it on, on your own, do it, go for it because it's such a different feeling when you're doing it on your own and you're watching it grow from all the hard work. It's very rewarding and it builds confidence and it helps you continue in this industry. That's what this podcast is about. Really. It's finding ways to carve your own way into this industry because we often see a lot of people leave because they can't get that revenue going. They can't get that monthly revenue going. So hopefully you think about that. Now, with all of these things, and this is kind of to wrap it up here, uh, we're talking about doing these things on your own, things to think about, things to ponder after this episode. Uh, so these questions here, I put them down and I'm going to read them one by one and kind of talk about them. Now, first one here, do you have the skills to be an independent contractor or would you benefit from working in the gym? Pretty simple there. If you're an entry-level instructor and you don't really know where to go, what to do, you don't have any of the business acumen already, go work in a gym. There's nothing wrong with it. Like I said before, there's no negatives of going down that route. 
work in a gym, get that experience. And if you always want, thought about going off on your own, great, do it. Next one here. Do I have the time to learn the skills of running a business? One of the biggest factors I've seen with small business owners, instructors that go on their own, that they're willing to learn those skills. If you do, if you don't think or you don't believe in social media, you don't think it's going to help you. If you think it's negative, don't don't go down that route. I'm going to say it as easy as that. Don't go down that route because you're not going to enjoy it. You're going to get stressed. But if you do have the time to learn the skills to market yourself, advertise yourself, all the small things of building a website, everything that all the tools you need to put together for it. And side note, that's where things like balance comes in handy. But if you are willing to do that work, great. Go on your own, run a business, be an independent contractor. And now last question here, what is it that's most important to me now? And that's one of it. That's a definitely a deeper question here, but that's the one that's going to resonate and to go away with, because if right now family is important to you, most likely gym option, that's or an established business option, that's going to be the route for you. If right now it's growing your knowledge base, it's growing your career, going down the business route might be the option for you then. So think about what's important to you now and if it's worth it to spend that extra time or if you want, I don't want to call it an easier route, but if you want the ability to go for the gym option, more clients, potentially right away, there's an option there. They're all options there. Now, as I wrap this up here, and you know, we talked a lot about benefits, uh, one thing to keep in mind too is the online, online route. And I think adding online to your business, your whatever, whatever your, service is, your services are, adding it now should always be an option. Uh, something to think about though, is the gym gonna punish you or the facility you work for gonna punish you for adding online? Uh, that could be a factor in it, but if not, there's no issues, and hopefully there isn't, that online should always be a part of it because it's a great revenue source and it's an open market. You are in a market that's global, and online can be a variety of things for you. So keep that in mind. That's another little lasting piece to wrap this episode up here. Thank you, as always, for listening in to The Balance Podcast. Make sure that you subscribe on YouTube to see all the latest content that goes out. Watch or listen to the latest episodes in the podcast and watch some of those great tutorials that are put out for helping you continue to build your business. Thank you, as always, and I will catch you in the next one.